we just had our you know our weekly call and i'm like you're the guy you were you were the one that that came to it <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> i can't please please <laughs> just, one, one moment You know, I think in our nature, the best thing to do is just go ahead and jump right in the deep end. Uh, we're going to throw 10 it. minutes on the clock. Uh, Let's do this it. Is the Ben's Lens 10 show presented by Ben Fagan Media. So I have a, my good friend and former teammate, Zach Mednick. Uh, ben, uh, I hear the round of applause on your end. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, you know I'm excited because this is your first one. So yeah, yeah. So uh, I was I was thinking about I was thinking about the idea, tossing around in the brain, and you know I I couldn't come to a better person with a Ben Sons Ten Ben Fagan Media production, uh, and I know we have great weekly convos, so I wanted to capture this, you know, for the people to kind of get an inside look at some of the things we talk about because I think they carry a lot of weight both for baseball players for athletes and then also just for all people in all walks of life because a lot of things we talk about uh have to deal with transitioning into the next phase of life and then also getting to the point where we can perform at our optimal best and i remember last week um and then you know I'll, i want to open the floor to you know kind of pick your brain a little bit but uh you know i <laughs> i remember last week we were talking about um you know where you are with baseball uh, mentally, how far you've come with baseball. So I think just a Reader's Digest version kind of, um, you know, catch us up with, with your baseball journey. We don't have to dive into crazy details, but I know there's a period of time where you stopped playing, you began playing again, you were close to the brink of saying, hey, this is it on a few different occasions. And then you worked your way back to, I think, getting as close to, if not surpassing the point that you've, you know, always wanted to be as a baseball player. So jump into that. Yeah, no doubt. You know, there was a couple, uh, couple surgeries and a couple setbacks, and uh, there was a point in time where two and a half years, uh, two and a half year hiatus was taken, and you know we bounced back. But in between that time, you know, I, I recall a time of just uh, self doubt and and the the thought of never being able to come back. You know, and because a lot of people don't come back after injury, and you know that's kind of it. And uh, it, it, it's almost like you, you pull yourself out of a, a very low place, you know, and I feel like a lot of people may get discouraged, whether it's not from an injury, but, you know, if they're not playing and they're not getting the playing time and, you know, they can almost feel like uh, they want to give up. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's rebuilding yourself. It's taking everything day by day. And I feel like I did a pretty good job at doing that, you know, and it took, like you said, a very, very long time. So... Yeah, no, absolutely. I think one thing that you, that you hit on, which I, you know, I, I relate to in my personal career was I was fortunate to be able to be healthy throughout mm -hmm. it, but my expectation for playing time, what I wanted was didn't align with, you know, what was in my head and what was the reality. And obviously yeah. I saw it was frustrating for me. You know, I would come to the park, I would put in the work, you know, with the desired result and not be getting that result. So it was frustrating. But what I found later in my career was, the better my relationship got with myself, even off the field, the better I was able to perform on the field. And I think that our, our paths and our journeys align a lot with that, is that it's the ability to improve ourselves, not even dealing with baseball, but just ourselves more mentally healthy that allowed us to get to the point we wanted to be 
in baseball. So can you, can you talk about that for a little bit about, you know, how you got to the point of dealing with coming from like the low depths of, you know, coming back from the injuries, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not performing. Cause I know that was something that, you know, troubled you a lot was you performed really well at one point in your life, you had the injuries and then it was that struggle to get back to that, your potential, you know? And so can yeah. you talk about that, your, your mental evolution of, of getting back to that point, you know, and how you were able to get there? Sure. That's a great question too. So it's uh, like you said, you know, I, I definitely felt like at one point in time, you know, I was a, a different athlete before the injuries and getting an injury like that, you know, can make you take a step back because when you come back to playing, you're not, you're not what you, that same athlete, you know, you have to make changes and you have to evolve with where you are and you have to be very, very honest with yourself, you know? So I feel like, what I what I said earlier with uh, taking it day by day, you know, and, and just seeing where you're at and being very realistic with with your situation, you know, like me and you both know players that, um, you know, that are aren't, aren't playing and they sit here and they want to blame all these external reasons wh- rather than, you know, with you with what you said with the internal with yourself and just saying like, hey, this is where I'm at right now. But I, if I do this, this and this it could change my situation, you know? So that's exactly what I did. I, I said, Hey, I'm not this pitcher anymore. Who's going to be throwing this below. So this is where I'm at right now. And I have to build on, on where I'm at today to get back to where I was. And uh, before the injuries, I was, you know, I'll, I'll make up a below here. Uh, let's just say I was 91 miles an hour you know? Hmm. And when I came back, I was 85, 86. And then I got to a point, you know, towards the end here where I hit 92 again, despite all the surgeries. So, you know, it's, it's the hard work put in and being very realistic with yourself, I think are two very like huge things in, in your process and your evolution as a person and player. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think one thing that, that we've talked about before that I think is, is so cool and, and really so powerful is the mindset and, and the, the place you, you need to be in your life to work so hard for something, work your entire life for something, and then realize that the fulfillment that comes from that was in the journey in the process of getting there. And it wasn't necessarily a destination where we give mm-hmm. the example of wanting to play professional baseball, wanting to play in the major leagues. A lot of times is if we don't get there, it feels like a failure but we, we don't often put as much weight on how far that we've come, you know, you know, how, you know, the journey to recovery, the journey through our evolution, you know, um, you know, our adaptations to our situation. Um, And I'm a big proponent of taking pride in your progress. And that was something that, again, I didn't get to until later in my career, but it helped me so much because like you said, I want, I had this image of what I wanted to be in my head. And because I wasn't that I would put myself down. But then when I bought into the fact that, hey, I'm the best Ben Fagan, and that was my mm-hmm. goal, then that allowed me to like just skyrocket and thrive. And I, it wasn't about reaching the major leagues. It wasn't about starting. It was about becoming the best version of me. And it was like mind-blowingly freeing. And, yep. and I don't know how, you know, you, you kind of ran with that concept, if that was how you thought, or like, you know, how you felt with, you know, that kind of idea of becoming the best version of you and how you dealt with, I guess the question is how you dealt with the external noise because it's it's around whether you're the best of the best 
you know, subpar, no matter what, we all have that. So how, yeah. how are you dealing with the external noise at any point in your career? Well, I want to touch on uh, your situation too, because for people that didn't get to see you play and I did for, you know, two years. So the first year I saw a very, fr the first year I saw a very frustrated Ben Fagan, who was uh, probably getting down on himself. You know, there were times in BP, I would see you like, just, you know, shake your head or, or, you know, be very upset. And that second year, like you said, with your evolution, I saw a, a free Ben Fagan who was out there enjoying the game didn't care what anyone said, you know, and, and was really able to just enjoy, uh, just enjoy baseball. Like, cause ultimately that's, that's what you fell in love with was the game, you know? And I think it opened you up a little bit uh, as a player too, you know, like with the opportunities that you were given, you know, could you, would you agree to that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because I remember my junior year and I always say this cause I think it's important is like, I, cause I, I'm not one to like to point fingers. I know that I handled that poorly, you know, mentally my junior year and it showed a lot, yeah. you know, and yeah. it was, it was tough. And I always say like, by the end of it, like I was toast, like mm -hmm. I wanted nothing to do with baseball. I didn't want to quit, but I'm like, gotta, gotta chill for a little bit. But then the, the thing yeah. that changed my senior year was like, you know, there was nothing in the environment that changed that much except for my mindset. We were still, I was still dealing with the same external noise. I was still dealing with, you know, not, I wasn't playing anymore, but mm -hmm. when I would play my junior year, when I would play, it would be like, don't mess this up because you don't know when your next opportunity is coming. So you have to capitalize now undo pressure. I don't need that pressure in my life. Right. And yeah. I struggled under it, but my senior year was, Hey, to be honest, my mindset with the games was, it was all a practice to get me to be the best player I could become. And so what I mean by that was I really worked hard in, in thinking about that the games were just a part of my practice, just like practice was, just like BP, just like uh, lifting, just like conditioning. All of it was just this big umbrella that allowed me to become the best version of myself. So when I thought about that, my in-game opportunities, when I went into the game, whether I started, whether it was the seventh inning, whether I pinch hit, whether I, you know, went in to get one out in the ninth inning at short, like it didn't matter because it was all, it was all a chance to improve myself. And so that yeah. took so much pressure off of my performance in the game. And it didn't mean it didn't matter to me. It didn't mean that I didn't care. I didn't want to compete, but it was a better mindset for me to, to, like you said, enjoy the game and just enjoy the opportunities. Cause I love baseball. I know you do too, you know, and yeah. I think yeah. one of the biggest travesties and, and that's what I'm, I'm most proud about personally, but one of the biggest travesties to, love something so much and have, you know, and not have it taken away from you, but give it away, give, give the, the love of the game away and allow other people to take it from, you know, and that's what I really focused on my senior year getting back was, Hey, this is, I control my love of the game. I control my mindset. I control how I feel. You can't, you know, and that was yeah. how I kind of went about things. And so, um, yeah. you know, again, so, so, fin you know, I, I want you to, you know, kind of wrap it up with, you know, how you handled the external factors. Cause I think, you know, having the different perspectives um, on it is, is really interesting. So I personally enjoyed the external factors as far as the chatter, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I was, a uh, I partook in some of the chatter as well. I'll be honest with you, but uh, you know, it, it's more so I, I use that as motivation, you know, cause I would, Cause I felt like there was always some truth in some of the, 
the things that people said, but I'm that type of person where, you know, I, I can take things with a grain of salt, listen to it and be like, and, and look at it from, you know, a different perspective and be like, you know what, maybe, maybe I could do this, this different or, or, or something like that. And I always feel like if you're comfortable, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you should never be so comfortable with your game. Mm. And I always felt like there, there was always something to be done and, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed that, that component of the game. You know, I feel like it makes guys better and you got to learn to like fall in, you know, it's part of the game, you know, at the big league level, we see it and, uh, high school, I'm sure you saw it too. And, you know, that, that's just something that is part of the game and you have to learn to, you know, and I think you did too. I think senior year, you know, you did love it, you know, where junior year, you're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Maybe. But, uh, you know, from from the jump, you know, just being from South Florida, too, like that's the type of gameplay that we've always played. So I, I always love that, you know, love that. Yeah. And I think one, yeah. one thing that that kind of sparked my interest with what you were saying is, is that you allowed the chatter to fuel you this idea. And I think yeah. that you adapted and you did. I think you did a really good job of this um, in your career was playing under your terms. You're like. I'm going to play, I'm going to pitch how I want to pitch. I'm going to act like how I want to act right or wrong. Yeah. You know, and I'm not, no one, no one's hating on that, you know, and, <laughs> and, and we'll be honest, we both know you got burnt a couple times from it, but what, yeah. I, what I really respect is that you, you still approach the game from your own, own perspective, your own mindset. And I think that that's such an important thing because like I said, it was the me wanting to become the best Ben Fagan. You wanted to become <laughs> the best Zach Mendick. <laughs> we're working on the working on the pronunciation there but um you know so you want to be do, doing that but i i know that like it's so easy to say hey this is how you should act this is how you should play and you you, know, you get told this is the mold you need to fit into but that you perform better if you embrace the chatter you perform better if you lock it out you perform better whatever makes you the best and i think that's something that you did well and i think uh, a huge takeaway for everyone here is to approach the game, whatever the game is for you, whether it's sports, business, school, whatever, but approach it unapologetically your way. And, no doubt. And do that. And I think when you do that, then when you fail, when you struggle, you can be okay with it and you can learn from it. The problem is when you, when you fail or when you struggle and you're being you know, someone you're not and you're being superficial, then, then, it, feel, then it hurts when people say, hey, you suck. It hurts less when they say, hey, you suck, but you're confident in who you are. You know what yep. I mean? And I think yep. that was the difference, at least, again, for me, my, between my junior year and my senior year. Junior year, like, hey, you suck. And I was like, yeah, I'm not Ben Fagan. I'm not, I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not anyone. So whoever I am does suck. You know, but mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. senior year, they said the same stuff. They said nothing different, you know, if not yeah. more. You know, who knows? Yeah. But it was, it was, hey, Ben, you suck. And it was like, that's fine. <laughs> You know, like, and, and, I, and we would joke about it. And I know we did towards the end of the season, but that was like, it was, it was not anything other than just really buying into the love and the enjoyment of being out there. You know, I think when you're coming from that perspective, you yeah. know, it's a, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Could I piggyback off you? And uh, bro, like you were just saying, and I totally agree, is just being authentic to, to what you can bring 
and what you were saying about the mold, you know, because everyone says like this type of player needs to act this way. They need to do it this way and they need to be, you know, and, and fit like a specific category. You know what I'm saying? And, and we both know, like, I did not do really any of that. Um, but like you said, when, when I was finally able to do, do that, that is when I saw the most success, you know, and, uh, and, and, and like you too, you know, you're, you're the player you were junior, senior year, two totally different cats. And I remember when I came in, cause I came in in the spring, uh, you know, I, I felt like I, I had to be a certain way and, and, but that, you know, like you said, that's just, that wasn't me. And, and it, 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 you could just tell, you know, you could just, you could just definitely, definitely see that. Yeah, no, no, it's, there's, so. a, there's a ton of truth in that. And, uh, well, we've blown way past the 10 minute mark, but I don't really care. <laughs> uh, we're going to, we're going to wrap things up and finish with this one thing that we did touch on um, the last time we spoke. And I want to, you know, kind of bring it back to light. Um, yeah. Combo is, is this idea of where, <laughs> where, where you're at. And I think where a lot of people are at, we talked about, we talked about allowing yourself to see yourself as more than just a baseball player and the freedom that that brings. And I think mm. in, in competitive arenas, again, whether it's sports, business, school, whatever it is, anytime you're competing, you feel this desire and this need uh, and impulse to go all in on something saying, if I don't do that, then it's taken away from my ability to succeed. You know, we both want to play professional baseball. We want to reach the major leagues. We wanted to be, regardless of that, we wanted to be the best player we could. And that's a huge goal, even playing college baseball in itself. And so then yeah. you have to, it comes to the point you have to ask yourself and saying, hey, if I don't focus solely on this, then am I, am, I, am I not putting myself in the best position? Am I hindering my ability to get to where I want to go? And mm -hmm. for me, and I want to hear from you, for me, it was, it was that ability to say, hey, baseball is something that I do. It's not entirely who I am. And it was enjoying being an RA. It was enjoying doing the videos of the Ben's Lens 10 and just messing around with, you know, you guys, um, you know, and everybody on the team. It was enjoying, uh, you know, hanging out in the calf. It was, it was embracing all of those things outside of baseball that allowed me to become a better baseball player. And it's a weird thing because it's, it's not natural. You feel like you should go even more in, but to be able to see yourself as, just a portion of your entire life, a fraction of your entire life, I think is really freeing. At least it was for me. So I don't know, um, you know, how, how you approach that concept or how you adopted it if you did. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And there was a point in uh, quarantine here, you know, uh, because our season got ended up getting canceled. So I decided that I was going to go uh, full, full into baseball. You know, I was going to eat, sleep and breathe baseball. And it got to a point, you know, where I started to see my my outside relationships with friends and, uh, you know, even my girlfriend start to dwindle a little bit because I was allowing this one thing to just compromise my my entire being, you know, and uh, it's very it, it's very uncomfortable to live like that. And at one point I allowed baseball to just control who I was and you know, uh, having the season get canceled, it came to a point where I, I got hit with everything at once. And I was like, whoa, like, cause you know, that was my senior year. So it's like, whoa, like, what am I going to do now? Because I've put everything into baseball. Now baseball's not working out. Like, who am I? What am I going to do? And so, um, you know, t t towards the back end of this quarantine here, uh, 
you know, I started, you know, I graduated, uh, Mazel Tov, and, uh, Mazel Mazel. and, uh, you know, I started um, looking at possible job opportunities in the field and, and seeing all these things. And, you know, I'm, I'm working now and uh, just allowing Zach Menick to blossom in other avenues. And so now when I do my training, like you were saying, and I go to baseball, it allows me to just be like, whoa, like, this is what I love to do. You know, so everything just opens up for baseball now. Like, I'm not as stressed playing the game, and I, I can just sit back and just love baseball because I know, like, whatever happens with what with baseball, I have all these other things that complement who I am as a person, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think I think yeah. you, you nailed it right on the head at the end there of it's not – this stuff isn't to take away from your love or saying, hey, it's not it's not having a backup plan. It's not – being confident in yourself, but it's, it's the other compliments in your life and saying, Hey, you do baseball really, really well, but you also do all these other things really, really well. And that, that breeds confidence in yourself and it puts things in perspective in all areas of your life and saying, I'm not in any danger. This is not do or die. And then, it, like I said, puts things in perspective and then you can enjoy every area of your life more. Yeah. And I think yeah. that very well said, very well said, my good sir. And, and you know, the relationships too open up, uh, with everybody and you just see yourself just getting because uh, it's very easy right now during quarantine for people to be you know anxiety at an all-time high and, de and depression and things like that and and just doing what you love and 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 finding other things that just complement who you are as a person can really open you up and it's it's really um it's uh uh the word i has escaped and it's great <laughs> It's Which, awesome. It, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. But, um, so, so what I do want to, like I said, we blew past 10 minutes. You know, we might have to call this a Ben's Lens uh, 20, 20, 25 minutes show. You know, whatever. Well, it's, it's a work yeah. in progress, a working title. But um, one thing that <laughs> I do want to, uh, you know, finish up with, with wrap up with is all this stuff, all this, the things that we talk about and the things that we live every day. I think yeah. it's so important to know and, and understand that it's a practice. And it's not, there's no end goal and it's okay to slip up sometimes, but it's about catching that. And, you know, you get too caught up in one thing, too caught up in baseball, too caught up in any area of your life. It's not, it's not any, any time to panic or freak out, say, Hey, you know, that's not where I want to be. Let's get back on track, acknowledging it and then getting back on track. And I think because a lot of times we set out for things and we want to be perfect with our new mindset, with our new approach and, and if we're not perfect, then we get discouraged. But I, I'm a big proponent and a big believer, you know, in my life, you know, um, at least to, to really look at these things as a practice and a continual journey of improvement. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know if you have any, uh, yeah. any words on that. Yeah, you know, uh, I truly believe that it's uh, life is a marathon, not a sprint. And I feel like sometimes people can feel like they're on a hamster wheel with everything that's coming at them, you know. So whether you're about to graduate and you haven't found a job yet, you know, I know some of my friends are like this and, and they're like, oh, my God, I got to find a job and I got to do this. And, you know, it, it starts to catch up on them instead of just enjoying the ride. You know, this is all a ride. And like you said, this is all practice and, and we have more time than, than what we think, you know, as fast as time goes, uh, life is a marathon, my friend. I truly believe Absolutely. that. Look, this was, this was a blast. I had a great time as always with our conversations we do. I knew this was, always, I, always. I knew it was a, a great first choice 
Yeah, you came with the cut. Most importantly, you came with a D and B. Oh shirt. yeah, I had full faith in that, and it was, it truly was fantastic. Okay.